Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This week on the Chicago Bears Review. Week one of the preseason would give us our first glimpse at the 2018 starters when they suited up in the Queen City to take on the Cincinnati Bengals for preseason game number two. Did the starters live up to the hype, and did we see enough of them? All of this and so much more on the preseason week one review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. All right. I'm just going to come out and say it, but I'm over the preseason. I'm, I'm ready for the real football to start. I got my taste of, uh, of, of the you know us building a team or trimming the 90 down to 53 and all the rest of that, and I'm over it. I'm over it now. I want to get just fast forward to September 9th, and more importantly, fast forward to about 7.30 on September 9th so I can see the Bears and the Packers Kick it off on Sunday Night Football and get this bitch rolling. What's going on, everybody? Larry back preseason week one review episode of the Chicago Bears review, and I apologize for my tardiness. Uh, as I stated just moments ago, I am over the preseason. So watch the game on Thursday night, if you can call it that. Um, and I mean watching, being word, not not the game. It was a, it was a decent game. But... Um, you know, kind of sitting here, just kind of watching it. And like I said, I'm just, um, I'm a cord cutter. So I don't have cable right now. Um, I had to find an online stream of the game. And unfortunately, my online stream option was the Bengals version of the, uh, so it was very Bengals Homer centric and, and all the rest of that stuff. They focused obviously way more on Cincinnati than they did on the Bears. So it was a very lopsided uh, viewing experience that I had. But beggars can't be choosers. I got to watch the game. So no big deal. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, I'm sitting there and I'm, and I'm watching the game. And as soon as the starters were off the field, I was basically checking out like I, I really couldn't tell you aside from the fact that the starters were not good uh, against the uh, against the Bengals. They uh, well, at least on offense. Anyway, the defense. Well, actually, the defense weren't that great either. Then they got a they got a pick six from Kyle Fuller, put some points on the board. Uh, I like some things I saw individually, uh, in particular, Leonard Floyd looked very good coming off of the edge. Uh, was about a step away from a sack maybe a handful of times. I mean, he was putting the pressure on. We didn't really see that much from Leonard Floyd uh, last year. He's, he looks like he's, you know, in his first action that we've seen of him in, in this preseason, 
looking like he's uh, got an extra step, you know, or something, some explosiveness uh, or, or, what, or what have you. But uh, he looked like he was pretty close a few times. It's like as soon as Andy Dalton was letting go of the ball, boom, Leonard Floyd was right on top of him uh, kind of thing. And if he keeps that up, he'll, he'll rack up the sacks uh, this year uh, for sure. So, but, uh, you know, Jordan Howard did not play. Allen Robinson did not play. Taylor, did Taylor Gabriel play? I don't think he did, actually. I know Anthony Miller played. I know Trey Burton uh, played. I heard Tariq Cohen played the first snap of the game, and then we never saw him again. I don't know if that's true. I was actually in the – they started the game early, or at least early for me anyway. Uh, it was 7 o'clock Eastern. Cincinnati's in the Eastern time zone. They started the game at 7 o'clock there, which is 6 o'clock here. I was still making dinner when the game started. So I missed the first couple of plays from the offense. So in essence, I missed Tariq Cohen uh, on Thursday night, if what they say is true. But, uh, you know, offense couldn't stay on the field long enough to get a rhythm going. It really wasn't the same problems that I recollect. I mean, it's been four or five freaking days already. Forgive me. But you know, the offense being out there on, on the field, it, did, it wasn't the same as the Hall of Fame game where the quarterback was constantly under fire. You know, they did get to Trubisky. I think uh, Geno Atkins had a sack on Trubisky at one point uh, where he flat out just, who was it? He just ran Eric Cush right over, just ran him over and, and got right to uh, uh, Trubisky. Not a good showing by the tank top guy on that one. But, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like Trubisky was, you know, perennially unfi under fire and having to get rid of the ball or anything like that. It just really seemed like they, you know, you could definitely see the rust, that's for sure, as far as them getting some actual uh, game action. But uh, hopefully that will improve this Saturday. The Bears don't play until Saturday uh, against the Denver Broncos. They're actually spending the week in Denver uh, doing some dual, some of those dual practices actually happening all around the league. The the Jets and the Redskins had a practice earlier this week where they got into a full on fist fight brawl, which always seemed like the stupidest thing in the world to me because everybody's throwing punches at people who are still wearing helmets, and there's just there's there's no man alive, you know, that's going to win that battle fist against face mask. You're gonna lose every single time. Every time. So, uh, yeah, you might, uh, you know, maybe you get a good shot in and you ring your guy's bell, but you are going to pay for it more than him uh, when it comes down to uh, to the actual damage uh, of the blow itself. But, um, you know, it's going on all over the league, many teams getting together for this week two preseason uh, game, even though it's number three for the Bears. This is the first of the, the last three games that we have. It's like this is not even the dress rehearsal game. Next week against Kansas City is the dress rehearsal game where the Bears actually finally debut at Soldier Field uh, next year. So our first pre excuse me, next week, I should say. Um, the the preseason game, the, the dress rehearsal game is the Bears' first home game uh, of the preseason. Uh, it's a, I think it's a national TV game, actually. It's Saturday at noon. Uh, against the against the Chiefs, so we'll uh, that should be fun to to see that one uh, go down and uh, a good litmus test for the Bears. You know the Chiefs, a playoff team, and um, you know the the whole mentor mentoree thing with Nagy and uh, Andy Reid uh, going on there. The battle of uh, two first round quarterbacks uh, really kind of digging in their heels in year number two Mahomes only played week 17 last year was obviously we know what Trubisky did uh, last season but he was playing with no one 
on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, aside from like Tanner Gentry, nobody else is back from his pass targets uh, last year. None of those guys uh, are are back. Dontrell Inman. Uh, I mean, Tanner Gentry. Yeah, like I said, Tanner Gentry is back. Uh, Trey McBride is gone. It's just like all those guys are out of there. So not going to miss uh, any of them, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, like I said, the offense kind of looked a little spotty at best. Didn't really get to see much. Uh, Taquan Mazel was was our was our running running back throughout the majority uh, of the football game. He looked good in spots uh, on Thursday night, but um, you know, it just uh, like I said, week two preseason first action of, of the preseason for our. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Starters. They got in maybe a dozen plays. I don't. I think maybe I'm actually even being generous on that one before they exited. Uh, didn't put together uh, any drives, and the defense kind of had the the sandwich effect. It's like the first drive, poor tackling. Cincinnati did whatever they wanted and ended up scoring a touchdown. Then second drive, pick six. Kyle Fuller. We even up the game. It's uh, seven seven. Third drive. Boom, right back down the field again, another touchdown on the board uh, for the uh, for the Bengals. So the defense in three possessions gave two long drives and two touchdowns and uh, put, put the seven points on the board uh, themselves. So um, take that for what you will. You know, it's, uh, like I said, their first action of the preseason, and, um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> like I said, I'm already over it. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the Bears play again on Saturday. Hopefully I will be able to pay a little bit better attention to what's actually going on out there or who's out there uh, and everything. It, it, that's, what's be, that's what becomes difficult for me is that you just know. You know most of the guys that are out there doing hardly anything, their, sh- their, their, their odds of making the team are very, very slim. You know, the, a guy like Ryan Nall, who had a hell of a run, uh, on Thursday night, 69 yards, you know, on a breakaway, got caught from behind inside the the 10 yard line, something like that. You know, as a running back out of Oregon State, undrafted uh, rookie free agent. Um, you know, I th- and he'll probably end up being a practice squad player if he if he you know ends up being anything uh, for the Bears. I mean, maybe that run right there will get him an audition with somebody else. Uh, who knows? Um, you know, a couple of other guys, uh, you know, doing doing things. But for the most part, you're you're looking at guys who are, who are making 
who are playing their only plays in the NFL uh, right now. You know, it's uh, it's it's a wonder that some people even bother to to learn their names, and it's difficult at, as a fan to sit and watch it. If you don't have, um, in my broadcasting days, we have what we call flip cards uh, with the entire roster on the on them. You know, the broadcasters, that's what they do now. They have these cards on one side is the offense and one side is the defense and and so on and so forth so that you'd be able to look. You hear them do it all the time. It's like pass to number 35, then you hear a pause. Skip Johnson number the wide receiver out of Oregon State you know that kind of thing that's you know if you hear him say the number before the name he doesn't know who the player is and he's looking at his card and if you're not a fan if you're a fan at home watching those preseason games is is a lot like being a broadcaster without your flip card you have no idea who a lot of these guys are um, you can't really read their names on you can't really see the names on their backs so you can't really find out who it is and and, and so on and so forth and in a lot of and in a lot of ways these are guys that aren't going to make the roster so what's the point in, in learning some of their names you know you want to see them do well you want to see them all succeed because there are guys you want to see them play well but you know that out of the 90 players that that are wearing bear uniforms right now 37 of them are not going to make the team you know, and then on top of that, another what seven aren't going to play on Sundays. They're not even going to dress because the the NFL only allows forty six players on the game day roster. So even out of the fifty three, seven of those guys are going to be standing on the sidelines in street clothes. So I mean, it's it's uh, so almost half of the guys that are on the team right now won't be on the game day roster. And it's 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 crazy to think that's that's how it gets done uh, in in the NFL. But uh, but nonetheless, you know, you're, you're out there seeing a guy shine for one night. I mean, look back at the the Hall of Fame game. We, you know, we're impressed with guys like Javon Wims uh, and Kylie Fitz. And you know, Javon Wims' performance against the Ravens in the in the Hall of Fame game actually got him some reps while the starters were still out there, which I thought was great. It was like, oh man, he must have you know. He must have built on that in practice. He's out there with Trubisky and, and, and the rest of those guys. He's getting some reps with the, with the ones. That's really cool, um, but didn't really do anything um, notable. I don't remember anything that he did. Uh, Kylie Fitz, who was kind of a terror coming off the edge against the Ravens, kind of a ghost uh, in this game. Didn't really hear much from him. And unfortunately, Isaiah Irving didn't play on Thursday night. I think he's nursing some kind of injury, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, Yoel Ie Buniwe or Iggy as we should probably just keep calling him that um, again didn't play still nursing a, a shoulder injury that's our fourth round pick uh, out of Western Kentucky uh, built like an absolute tank but apparently got a shoulder injury he just can't shake at the moment so yeah anyway um, it was uh, it got it more exciting in the second half. The Bengals kind of really took it to the Bears in the first half when the starters were playing, and then the twos kind of built on that. I think it was what twenty to seven or twenty to ten at halftime in in favor uh, of the Bengals. And uh, the the Bengals at one point kicked a field goal and then to to make it twenty three uh, to ten or something like that. And the Bears came roaring back, back-to-back touchdown uh, drives to actually take the lead 24 to, to 23. Uh, and I think they even they added a field goal to make it 27-23. And then the defense 
who gave up a touchdown drive there in the final minute uh, of the game since he uh, scored the touchdown. Uh, I mean, on that last drive, they absolutely victimized John Franklin uh, the third. And if that name sounds familiar to it, to you, uh, John Franklin the third was one of the um, one of the kids on that Last Chance You docu series on on Netflix, and um, I think he's from season two. They just put out season three uh, uh, and everything. It's a very interesting. It's it's a good series. Very interesting because it's 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 juco football junior college community college essentially but i mean like the top junior college programs out there these are guys they call it last chance you because these guys basically were high school studs got division one deals or scholarships crapped the bed one way or the other didn't make the cut and had to go to JUCO to try to find their way back to Division One. John Franklin was one of those guys. He was a, a quarterback. I forget where he started. Ended up at East Mississippi uh, Community College, where you know seasons one and two were focused there. And then at the end of it, I think he signed with Auburn and then transferred to Florida. Florida Atl- Atlantic, I think, wherever uh, Lane Kiffin is. That's where he ended up and the Bears signed him in as an undrafted uh, free agent as a defensive back. So he's, he, he started his career as a quarterback, uh, went to Florida Atlantic and became a wide receiver, and now he's playing DB for the Bears and got absolutely victimized on that last drive. <laughs> well, I mean, like three, four plays in a row they picked on him. Um, got a pass interference call, got uh, you know, and got smoked for a touchdown on, on the last play. I mean, they just they just uh, they they were picking on him. That's for sure. They were going after him, and unfortunately for him, he wasn't able to uh, to answer the answer the call uh, on on that drive, and uh, ended up giving up the lead and in, in essence the game. So the Bears fall for the second time, uh, thirty to twenty three or twenty seven. Excuse me. Um, which is kind of funny to me because we were undefeated against the AFC North last year, the uh, the uncrowned AFC North champions of 2017, uh, going undefeated against the entire division. But here we are, 0-2 against the Bastards in the 2018 uh, preseason. But, um, you know, like I said, it, it I apologize that I didn't do the show sooner. Um, it just... Uh, I didn't really I couldn't do I didn't make myself do anything this weekend to be completely honest with you I just sat around um, watching Netflix and Hulu and you know all that nonsense all weekend long I did nothing this past weekend I rather enjoyed it but I didn't do a damn thing uh, this weekend kept thinking about yeah maybe I should do the show maybe I should do the show and like "Eh." and I'll do it tomorrow Eh." I'll do it tomorrow and just yeah it didn't happen but then Something happened today where I said, you know what? Got to do that show. And that thing was the culmination, the end of the Roquan Smith holdout. He has reached agreement with the Bears on his four-year rookie contract, obviously with an option for for a fifth season. He ends his holdout. He'll be signing his contract and joining the team in Denver to practice with the Broncos uh if he's not there already he will be tomorrow uh and and joining the team and 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 getting into practice and it's about time uh 
you know. I do need to clarify something, though. Um, last week when I was talking about the Roquan Smith situation, I, I was talking about how the, the now that the um, the guaranteed money not being touched if he's suspended on that helmet thing uh, was out the door, that the Bears had agreed to that or conceded that or, or what have you, the other holdup wasn't off-the-field stuff. It was non-football play stuff, meaning if he gets into a scuffle on the field, like gets into a fight or something like that or gets busted for some stupid like Indomitian Sioux type penalty where he steps on somebody's guts while nobody's looking or or good old-fashioned Albert Hainsworth where he steps on somebody's face with his cleats, that kind of thing, if he gets suspended for that, that was what he was trying to, you know, not lose his guaranteed money over which to me it's it's basically the same thing you don't trust yourself not to be an idiot on the field after the whistle has been blown so that you know when you're supposed to be getting back to the huddle and especially an inside linebacker you're probably going to be the quarterback of the defense you need to be rallying your guys and getting ready for the next play but you're too busy you know punching somebody or you know getting into a getting into a you know a brawl with somebody else on the field and uh, when you want to protect yourself uh, against that and you know again not really a fan don't really know how that one shook out I'm kind of hoping that that went the Bears way because that's just stupid I wouldn't concede to that either if I was the Bears but um, either way however it turned out it's done Roquan is officially a Chicago Bear now our team is whole finally and he joins the squad he'll be practicing i he's got like a one in a million shot to play on saturday i doubt very much we'll see roquan on saturday however i do plan to see you know personally i i plan to and i hope to see a healthy dose of him against the chiefs next saturday in the dress rehearsal game and then maybe sprinkle him in for a quarter or so against the uh, buffalo bills to close out the preseason and get him ready for week one uh a green against green bay and i heard um you know i've been i've been seeing like uh articles and stuff online tweets and whatnot does rokon smith play week one yes absolutely he does he absolutely does play week one no matter what he's playing week one against green bay the real question is does he start week one you know, we, we have a little less than a month. The first game of the season is September 9th. Today is August the 13th. He probably didn't – He's if he's in Denver, he's not practicing until tomorrow. So let's just go ahead and call it 25 days between now and the first day, first game of the season on the 9th of September. I think it's enough time to get him ready because he, he was on the team or with the team for everything except training camp. Now, granted, he's missed a lot over the last – couple of weeks he's missed two preseason games he's missed dozens of practices at this point um not probably not dozens but at least a dozen or so or more uh practices up to this point not to mention all the meetings and and so on and so forth you know implementing the the defense and, and and what have you but no one's ever questioned i've never heard any questions about his football iq obviously we know his ability um probably one of the the top defensive players in the draft arguably if not the best uh in in the draft definitely the top linebacker definitely a top 10 worthy talent that we were able to get at number eight so i think he's going to be fine 
So it's 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 not so much will he play against Green Bay, but it's more about will he start? Will he be the week one starter next to Trevathan uh, in the in the lineback in the backfield? You know, for the linebackers uh, against the Packers on Sunday Night Football, or, or will he you know be substituting in? Uh, for Kwiatkowski or Trevathan to give them to give them a breather or or you know or, or what have you uh, in that football game that's the real question so kind of like a, a debate that I had with a buddy of mine a lot of these with these all these quarterbacks uh, in the first round of the draft it, it's not so much uh, it's not so much for me anyway in my opinion not so much a matter of when these guys will play but why and and that's kind of what it is with with Roquan Smith. It's not when he's going to play, but why? Why is he starting? Is he backing up? Is he coming off the bench? Uh, that kind of thing. Will he just be our nickel linebacker to begin while he's kind of catching up with the rest of the team and uh, and so on? Will he be the starter by week three? You know, kind of like Erlacher. Erlacher didn't start week one, week two, his rookie year, but then we finally put him in at uh, inside linebacker. Boom, he's the he's the, or middle linebacker, I should say. Um, or maybe he was an outside linebacker to start and then got the moved over to middle linebacker. Maybe that's what it was. But he wasn't the middle linebacker day one of his rookie season. It it took a couple of weeks for them to move him over there. So, but will that be the case with uh, with Rokon? Will he be out there as a starter week one, or will he be coming off the bench? But I have no doubt in my mind Roquan Smith will play week one uh, against Green Bay. So it's just a matter of how much and. And when does he actually see the field? Kind of like how I feel with these quarterbacks, you know, when when is it's not so much a win as a why with these quarterbacks. If Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback week one uh, against the uh, against the Jets, why is that? Is it because he's the best quarterback on the team or did McCown get hurt? Did they, they trade Br- Teddy Bridgewater, who's looking good for them and that kind of thing? Well, uh, with Lamar Jackson you know be the starter in in Baltimore then that's somebody had to get hurt if Lamar Jackson is taking over uh and that kind of thing it's got to be an extreme thing for some of these guys maybe Josh Rosen wins right out of the gate Josh Allen I think would make the field as some kind of you know hey we're 0 and 7 get him out there kind of thing it's it's not a matter of when but why in in my opinion as far as uh, same thing with Baker Mayfield in in Cleveland if you watch hard knocks they're in love with Tyrod Taylor and what he's doing as a leader and, and, and all that kind of stuff with that offense. But Baker Mayfield's looking pretty good, too. Why does he see the field? You know, not so much when, but why? And uh, I think that's the more important question about those guys getting themselves uh, out there. So anyway, I think that's all I have on the game. It wasn't very much. I will be doing the review of the Broncos game on Sunday, so it's still fresh in my mind uh, and everything. Uh, the, the starters should be out there f- into the second quarter, I believe. Uh, I believe I, I saw today Allen Robinson will be playing on Saturday against the Broncos. He's excited about getting himself out there. Maybe we'll get our first taste of, of Jordan Howard uh, so far here in the, uh, the preseason. Maybe some Taylor Gabriel things kind of filter these guys back in, getting them ready because we got to see them all for at least the first half of the Kansas City game the following Saturday uh, in the dress rehearsal. So I am looking forward to this game on Saturday. More of the starters, more of the guys we're going to be watching and rooting for come Sunday the 9th in September 
and uh, a lot less. Well, maybe not a lot, but definitely less of those guys whose 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 names and numbers will change between now uh, and the ninth of uh, September. You know, you always kind of say. I mean, I've got I've uh, got an autographed helmet for the Chicago Bears from Jeremy Langford, one of our when I uh, when when you guys gifted me those uh, in in the spring. Uh, Will Hunter, I believe, uh, sent me that uh, helmet. It's Jeremy Langford, number 36. Well, that was Jeremy Langford's number in the preseason of his rookie year. When the season started in 2015, he was number 33. Stuff like that. You know, it's like John Timu. I don't think John Timu has always been wearing 53. He had a different number. I think he was 59 or something like that. And then when he'd made the, the roster or got signed off the practice squad or, or what have you, he became 53, and that's been his number ever since. You see that happen a lot. So they don't get the number that they want in the preseason, but when some guys get trimmed away, all of a sudden so-and-so who was 27, now all of a sudden he's 32 that kind of thing so less of those guys and more of the guys who have numbers that are you know you need to learn now like 80 for Trey Burton 12 for Allen Robinson obviously we know who 29 and 24 are number 10 number 96 91 so on and so forth we know who those guys are you can just rattle them off and uh 18 Taylor Gabriel loving it so getting ready to see a healthy dose of those guys play the majority of the first half and really get a good look at what this offense can look like now that everybody should be on the field uh, on Saturday. And um, hopefully we get to see more of them because it, was, it wasn't so much a good leave them wanting more on Thursday night against the Bengals, but I definitely think that they should have been thrown out there for at least another series uh, before they sat them down. Uh, I didn't think that they had done enough as far as like establishing any kind of rhythm, and maybe they just blew it off. Okay, it's not going to be our night. Let's stop before we make it worse, kind of thing. I don't know, but or maybe they just had a plan. Twelve plays, boom, it's done. You guys are out of there. You know, whatever drive. If you hit twelve, that's the magic number. You know, if if the drive extends past twelve, you finish the drive. Boom, you're done after that kind of thing. Maybe that's what it was, but um, they weren't out there for very long, and I really thought that they should have gone out at least for one more drive to take another shot at looking at as as a cohesive you know offense uh, before calling it a night on Thursday I think that maybe they'll have the time on Saturday to pull that off so looking forward to the game I will do the review show on Sunday to get that done and while it's still fresh uh, in the memory so that it won't wait for five days uh, before it comes out so uh, my apologies for that and I will get it right um, this weekend and before we go, um, I got a kind of a pre-announcement. There's going to be some changes with the show coming up. Nothing really with the format or, or anything like that. Um, I got an offer last week to join a podcasting network. And I'm kind of talking with them right now about what changes, if any, we're going to make to the show. Um, we're going to have sponsors Things like that, which means for the first time in 12 seasons, Larry D might actually be able to make a little cash off the show. That's never been my objective. I've only done this to scratch the broadcasting itch that I have from my college days to, talk, to share my love of the, the football and the Bears with the, with the world. 
and here I am 12 years later still doing it. I've never made one dime uh, off of the show. Um, that's, ne- like I said, never been my objective. But an opportunity like this, it's intriguing, uh, to say the very least. And uh, everything that we've been talking about so far uh, sounds pretty good. The show, the name of the show might change. Um, it's um, kind of up in the air right now. Uh, you know, obviously a show called the Chicago Bears Review might be an issue. Not really an issue now because, like I said, no sponsors, not making any money off of that, you know, trademark name that is property of the Chicago Bears and the National Football League. Um, but when I start making money, even if it's just the, you know, gas money or, or whatnot from the sponsorships uh, and what have you, might be an issue for the league uh, and everything or for the Bears uh, at the very least. Now, I think that if you look at all the other uh, Bear podcasts out there, the name Bears is in there, but none of them are Chicago Bears or, you know, Chicago Bears this or whatever. It's um, the Bears brothers, not the Chicago Bears brothers or the – was that one the Bears bar room not the Chicago Bears bar room you guys get the point so I've been I've actually been thinking about changing the name for a while now Uh, ever since uh, last year when Podbean my host site was uh, started automatically uploading shows to YouTube which I thought was an interesting uh, option um, they kept taking them down because of the copyrighted music, like my, the Ozzy Osbourne song that kicks off the, the show and everything, which that is definitely changing. Um, if, if we do, uh, you know, finish this agreement and, and make it official, um, the copyrighted music has to go. So, um, I'm going to need to get in touch with my friend Jeff Black and, and get his permission. I mean, I'm using one of his songs as the outro the Hattonfield, Illinois song, but uh, see if uh, I can also use um, one of his songs that he sent to me way back when to uh, to use as an intro. Uh, I even used it as a like a, a test song at one point, uh, and the reaction was mixed. Some of you guys still love that Ozzy song. I do too, uh, but also if you, a lot of you like the, the new song that I put out. I just used it for like one show in like 2016 or something like that, but... Um, that may be coming back as the uh, as the intro if we go ahead and, and, and polish this off. But um, hope to get the, uh, the the head honcho onto the show to make the announcement uh, official and, and uh, you know, kind of plug the rest of the uh, network and what the plan is and, and so on and so forth. The exposure for the for the show, the, the network and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm very excited about this. It's it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to be a part of something like this, especially if it does, you know, grow to what they they are, are, are wanting it to. It'd be really cool to get on the ground floor. Uh, of something like that it looks like they're more college based at the moment and they're expanding into the uh into the nfl and they reached out to me they want me to be the bears guy so why not you know but uh for now it's still the chicago bears review but that might be changing uh very shortly it will still have the bears in the title one way or the other i think maybe i'll start a poll on Facebook and and Twitter with a couple of names out, you know, throw a couple of names out there, see what you guys may think about that and uh, kind of see what we can uh, kind of votes I can get kind of attention. You guys uh, see about uh, maybe having a hand in, in naming the show uh, going forward. So I've got a couple of ideas. So maybe I'll throw them out there, see which one you guys like. Pretty much the logo is going to stay the same because I'm in love with that logo. I really 
I, if I do say so myself, I knocked that one out of the park. I'm very proud of the logo, so the logo stays. But uh, the name will probably have to change. I think we'll still have Bears in the title, but uh, we might have to drop the Chicago part of it in order to uh, avoid any kind of you know, problems or anything like that with, uh, with the team or the league or, or anything like that. So just keep your eyes open for that. Nothing official yet, but definitely leaning towards it. And um, I'd say it's about 80-20 that it's going to happen uh, at this point. So, um, it's exciting. And uh, I'll drop the name of the, of the network here uh, as we get closer uh, to making a decision on whether or not it's going to uh, happen. And then finally, one, my, one last announcement is, uh, as you guys know, I do have an Xbox One now. Um, and this past weekend, I finally bit the bullet and signed up for the Xbox Live. Now, I don't have Madden yet so because they were both 60 bucks and I could only, do, only afford to do one or the other. So I signed up for the Xbox Live, and uh, Madden is uh, definitely on the wish list to happen sooner rather than later but i don't have it just yet um i will let you guys know when i do have it to see if maybe we can uh, start playing some games together or maybe we can set something up to get a season going or 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 what have you i think it'd be a lot of fun to be able to do that and interact with you guys and uh and all that kind of stuff uh, i do have grand theft auto 5 because that game was super cheap to get and um so if you want to do want to do some heists or do a race or something like that just uh let me know shy bears review is my is my uh is my name uh out there so just go ahead and, and look for me if i'm online and uh say what's up i don't have a headset yet i'm not one of those i'm not a big gamer so i don't have any of this stuff but i'm working on it and uh so i don't have a headset so we won't be able to talk or anything but i'll at least be able to play with you so um keep your eyes open there and uh, I will let everybody know when I get the when I get Madden because I, you know, can't wait to play the game actually, and uh, look forward to uh, to doing that. So Shy Bears review, same as my Twitter handle, is uh, is my tag or my gamer tag or whatever uh, on Xbox Live. So uh, so yeah, there you go. So anyway, I know I only spent about six minutes talking about the actual game, but that's going to do it for the preseason week one review episode of the Chicago Bears review. Come back on Sunday when I'll be reviewing week two, a.k.a. the third game of the preseason for our beloved against the Denver Broncos on Saturday night. Did Roquan Smith, by some miracle, see the field against the Broncos? How much of Allen Robinson, Tariq Cohen, uh, Jordan Howard, and, and the rest of the gang on offense did we actually get to see um, who played on defense, who did what? I plan on actually paying attention this weekend, and uh, or at least closer attention. I watched the game. I saw everything that happened, but um, couldn't really tell you who did what uh, once the starters got off the field. So uh, anyway, do a much better job this weekend uh, on the Broncos game. So come on back for that. And until then, my name is Larry D, and this has been the Chicago Bears Review.